love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it is also bullshit And it might get you murdered The show that reminds you that everything you ever wanted Might turn into a huge fucking dumpster fire I'm Aaron Black as always, and uh, with me is my uh, faithful sidekick. He's not my sidekick, but anyway, my faithful co-host, uh, Nick Control Freak Luna. Hey, hey, hey. And today we have hey. a very special guest. He is a uh, editor, filmmaker, just a very talented guy, uh, Zach Castellano. Or Daddy Dearest, that's he likes to be called. Yeah, because I don't know who's that other name is. Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah so he's Daddy, Daddy Dearest, Dearest, man. Daddy, Daddy yeah. Dearest, yep. okay. Um, which which, which was a, totally a name fine, affectionately given to me by Nikki Luna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, what, one night we were out drinking, and he was like, I need a name as a producer. And, you know, we threw around a bunch of names, and then the one that really stuck was Daddy Dearest. Okay. And so, I hated it for a very long time, and uh, now I'm coming around to it. I yeah. Of, it's yeah. kind of so, dope. So, yeah. yeah, what came in second? Dick Skin? Dick skin was like a, a tough, yeah. a close third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, today's case has a little bit of everything. Um, we're talking about uh, so so many cool stuff in this case. We, we have Canada, we have catfishing, we have online dating, uh, just everything you ever wanted. And you know what? Uh, it, it's what? it's it's one of those cases where uh, you know one of the reasons I chose it is because. This is how I think most single men would get murdered. All and right. <laughs> you're going to understand exactly what I mean when we go over it. So, come back, listener, to the fall of 2008. Not 2000 late? Not two. Okay, all right. <laughs> Good one. Okay, anyway. So, a man named Mark Twitchell was uh, living in Edmonton, Alberta, which is... Uh, uh, out west, uh, western Canada. Yeah, so Canada. Yep. Oh, yeah, let me hit the Canada song. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Canada. 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 Yeah. All right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and our, by the way, our um, source for this is a show called uh, Canadian True Crime, which, by the way, if you uh, ever want to watch this great documentary, I suggest you put on the closed caption because uh, uh, it gets it gets a little tough sometimes. Anyway, so it, it just gets too gosh darn polite. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm really I'm really sorry about that. You know. All right, so we're in the fall of 2008. Mark Twitchell is living in uh, Alberta. Uh, this uh, Edmonton. Guy, Right? Yes, yes, yep. Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are two of it, the same. Yeah, it's it's sort of like the same place. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, he's a movie fanatic. Um, he's, he's kind of like, I don't know what you call him, like kind of like a sci-fi nerd, if you will. Yeah, he does all, yeah. like, they had a bunch of photos of him doing cosplay stuff where he's, like, exactly. dressed up like Wolverine or whatever. Yeah, know? yeah, uh, you know, like, uh, Comic-Con. Yes, yeah. a yeah. Comic-Con type. A Comic-Con guy, so... Movie aficionado. Exactly, and yeah. you know... The, well, the, certain types of movies. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to and you know the thing with, about... With, Weirder outfits. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like one of those things. If you see, every see a guy in like cosplay, and you're like, that dude's harmless. No, he's not. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy has a garage in the south side of Edmonton, and he kind of um, he's a filmmaker, or he's a he's a aspiring aspiring filmmaker. filmmaker. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, he also spent a lot of time online, which, as we uh, know from doing the show. A, you know, doing a couple episodes of cases like this, super healthy. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, the internet isn't a harmful place whatsoever. Completely safe. Yeah. Yep. It is uh, a safe space. So, he would, uh, so, you know, um, just a little background. Uh, he had a, in 2000, he, he, he actually found a woman online named Megan Cartello. Oh, uh, you got this, brother. Cotter, Cotterello. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
doesn't matter. She she's actually pretty irrelevant to the story. Anyway, I'm just giving you a little background. Uh, so his first wife he he found online in in Colorado. She flew all the way to Canada, married this dude after like what two months of yeah, online they hit dating. Yeah, pretty quick. Isn't that fucking yeah. insane that people do that? Yeah. Well, just... marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. What's that about? You, yeah. You um. You ever like? As far as, like, you ever do the online dating thing, Daddy Dearest? Oh, Daddy gets in there, yeah. <laughs> Not lately, but Daddy used to be on uh, a few. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? It's a little weird. The whole situation. <laughs> it's a little weird, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, uh, that phrase you just said, Daddy gets in there. Can we put that on T-shirts <laughs> and sell them? Can we sell them no. online? No. Let's make stickers and t-shirts. Daddy gets in there. You know? <laughs> well, let's um, do like a GoFundMe, and if we get like enough interest, we'll make the shirts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that I one get behind that. Yeah, and we'll just quote it like Daddy gets in there. Yes. Quoted Daddy Dearest. Ugh. And, I'll, and then I'll wear the shirts. What what, what a gross thing Along to with say. My... <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it, you know, it's a. Uh, Oh, that's like the Nathan for You episode where it's like Daddy's watching. Oh, yeah. No, that was so good. All right. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> I'm just giving you a little background. This is a dude who clearly puts all his faith online. He marries some girl he met offline all the way from Colorado. And uh, after uh, marriage, after she marries this guy, after only two months of marrying him, surprise, surprise, turns out... Not the dude she thought he was. <laughs> um, apparently, he was he was that a little was a very bit happy off. Chord for know, such I, a th- yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> so he was a little bit off. Angle's a little weird for me. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Not the dude. Not the dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind that um, at the time she was twenty, he was only twenty-one. So we're talking young. Yeah. Super young, young love. And um, uh, so there's a story she tells where, like, I don't know, was it the, it was like the night they got married, he turns to uh, his wife, because they're fucking married now, and and he goes, uh, you ever think about murdering anybody? And then she was like, yeah, but not seriously, and he's like... She's like, yeah, I know, I get so frustrated sometimes, and I want to just kill someone, he's like... But I would never do that because people don't murder. Yeah. yeah. And then he's yeah. like. Yeah. And then he's like, it should I be would. a homeless person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, maybe this relationship didn't start out very well. Yeah. yeah. That's straight out of uh, American Psycho, by the way. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He mm-hmm. uh, kills that homeless guy. Yeah. What he... was his name? Ted Frank. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't it end uh, well? Did the homeless guy have a name in that movie? He, yeah, he, he did, did have a name. Did I, he? Yeah, it was like Ted or Frank or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, "Thank you, Mister. Yeah. You, you can't believe what this means to me, et cetera, et cetera. And then <laughs> yeah. he like stabs him. Yeah. And he's like, and then he goes, "You know how fucking bad you smell." And that's the last thing that guy heard. So. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that must have hurt he his feelings. He was insulted and then brutally murdered. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's like, there's a lot of people that, you know, sometimes they smell and they can't help it. Zach. I'm just kidding. You, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You're circling back to this. Zach, here, tell the story. No. Well, earlier when we were watching this documentary, <laughs> some sort of smell wafted into my nose and I thought I'd commented on it. All right, okay. Because fucking Aaron Black's feet stink. Yeah, well... <laughs> You know, and I just thought I should say that. All right. All right well, it. they were also right next to your head. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's the winter time. Everyone gets sweaty. Now people are picturing how we were positioned watching yeah. this thing, and it's well, all crowded cr- around you know, on I, the bed. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, all cute I, and shit. I couldn't regret more bringing this up. So anyway, um, so okay, so anyway, Megan soon finds out that this guy Mark is a psycho, and he ends. He's also a compulsive liar, uh, which yeah, uh, at the same time is like every dude yeah. but um but well, he i i guess he would lie about a bunch of stuff like he had several gumars 
Right, what's a Gumar? A Gumar is a mistress, and you would no, know no, no. that it's... if you binge watch Sopranos, which I am. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's Gumad. Gumar. Oh, it's Gumad, Gumad. 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 Yeah, ah, forget about it. <laughs> Forget about you. I got tons of gumars. Use, use guys. Use guys. The, a, a the, two, of, the two youths. Uh, two the young youths. Yeah. The two, two youths. Yeah. Now, nah, Madonna. Madonna, me. Spaghetti, mozzarella. Yeah. Guys. That's offensive. That's offensive, Nick. That's offensive what you said, Nick. What you said, Nick, is offensive. You took it too far when you, you said You took spaghetti. it too far when, with the oh, mozzarella. Forget. Jesus. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Italian... as, as I often do, you know, it's Italian... like mozzarella, don't hate me right now, but I'm just going to eat all of you. Is that what you say to your cheese? I do. Okay. I, I have an intimate, intimate diatribe with my cheese. Right. So anyway. Anyway. Uh, so this guy, this guy's a liar. He gets divorced. Um, Mark Twitchell ends up uh, basically marrying someone else almost immediately. Uh, he has a kid, which uh, never helps the situation. Well, also, they didn't talk about his wife or the kid at like, all. Like, at all, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a kid until you just said that. Yeah, yeah, it was in the beginning of the documentary. Yeah. No. So, 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 he marries Megan. They don't even name his second wife. That's how uh, not relevant to the story she was but anyway i guess he has game though uh i mean yeah. <laughs> you know here's the thing i learned no i mean i never really learned that but anyway what <laughs> what i meant to say was it's there's someone out there for everyone <laughs> you know it's like literally everyone and it's, i mean well, that not, i don't know about it. Everyone. I mean no, everyone. No, everyone. No, Aaron Black and myself have seen it on a couple occasions. Yeah. These two people, if you were Everybody. to meet them, if yeah. you were to meet them individually, you'd be like, oh, there's no they're way they're never going to fuck. Oh, I'm so sorry for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then, they... then you meet their spouse and you're like, oh, oh I get it. Makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, like, it's like you ever take statistics in high school with the bell curves? Yes. They're the outliers. They're you the just, outliers. You know, the thing is, you can't meet in the, in the 68% in the middle you got to do the outlier yeah yeah so go uh, to I your red fairs yeah. go you know and here and here's the thing for and like, you know what makes it a lot easier for these people is websites like plenty of fish exactly oh yeah 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 which i guess i didn't know existed but because yeah. there's somebody for everybody somewhere for everybody yeah. you and know there's plenty of fish if you're an incel you know oh. like the, the idea is what just, is that uh incel means involuntarily celibate <laughs> Which is... Is that a real thing? That is, it a, is real a real thing. thing. Oh my God, it's Involuntarily such a real thing. Uh, you have no idea how fucking real this thing is. And that's the, the guy, Elliot Rogers. You ever heard of this this no. guy? I, well, anyway, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm... I, yeah, we're actually planning an episode about one, yeah. this. But, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, uh, but these are... Uh, I'm just going to say this. It's a group of people that uh, can't get laid mm -hmm. and it, it drives them insane. And they murder people. And <laughs> they what go they, all the way to straight to murdering people. Exactly. They hmm. What they should have been doing is fucking the outliers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this this guy gets married. He ends up getting divorced in 2005 from Megan. He ends up marrying somebody else. They have a kid. Then they buy a house based on fraudulent documents. So this guy's just, just a real scumbag. Yeah, that I, I was like, wait a minute. Fraudulent? Like, how does that even work where, like, the bank doesn't even, like, really, like, clear your documents? Canada, bro. So anyway. Yeah, Canada must just so, be like, yeah, you want a house? Okay. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many things that okay. happen. There's so many things that happen in this case where you, you, where you just have to keep on reminding yourself. Canada. Canada. So, uh, good point. Good point. <laughs> Mark would, um, Mark would eventually quit his job. Uh, I don't know what he did to pay the bills. Yeah, but, they also never brought that up. Yeah, I mean, there was, but I understand why. They, there's so much other shit going on in this this case but maybe that could inform something like like uh daddy dearest what do you mm. think uh our man mark did for work i can't believe we're really gonna stick we're really gonna no, call you daddy dearest the whole time yeah i won't have it any other way oh, wow okay i thought we were just joking around no, in the no, beginning. No. Okay. no no it's daddy dearest all right okay all right fine 
Yeah, uh, but yeah. What do I he... think he did for work? Yeah, yeah. Well, they say he's a, a, a filmmaker. And aspiring. That's not what he's doing for work, though. That's not no? paying the money. Like, because... What do you think he's doing? Like... I mean... I don't. There's like really power no power washing cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That. I was thinking like working at a car rental place. Yeah, yeah. like some kind of. It's it's whatever it is. It's not he's just, shoveling he's not, snow because yeah. there's a lot of that. In oh Canada. yeah, yeah. It's Canada. Yeah, it's, <laughs> does that. And he's like you know, you know constantly a 13 year old yeah. boy. Yeah. 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 Moose Sell, moose wrangling. You know, selling hockey jerseys, making poutine, <laughs> driving a zamboni. Yeah, yeah. Coming up with different words for snow. Who knows. <laughs> they have a lot of them yeah so anyway uh so um but so whatever he was doing he quits his job and he ends up um uh, devoting himself to producing a movie mm -hmm. right and he's at this point we're talking about around 2008 late 2008 mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. is uh living off his investors and he's writing. So yeah, that stuck out to me because this guy's got money. Got, like people are giving this guy money to write a movie. And all he's done so far is shoveled snow <laughs> and like dressed up like fucking Wolverine. Like why? How is this guy getting money to make his movies? Well, well I was curious. You know, like Edmonton is like the new Hollywood or Bollywood I've heard. Is it really? You didn't no, I just made that shit up. <laughs> I actually believed it for a second. You liar! You can't the ca liar. Canadian film scene's blowing up. Yeah. 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 Um. Fargo? Did they shoot? No, Fargo was in the... Uh, that no, was in that Minnesota. Was, that was in, uh, uh, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Oh, oh, man, don't you know? Oh, oh you betcha. Okay, oh, you betcha. You betcha. All right. Oh, anyway. What a great movie. <laughs> he is, uh, he's basically writing the script right now. Uh, and the script is about a screenwriter writing a movie about a murder, a murderer who lures his victims by pretending to be a hot woman online. And he does his research by actually doing the murder. So that's the, the that's the script he's writing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, now we're at Friday, October 3rd, 2008. A man named uh, Gil... Tretolut. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Tretolot. Try it again. Tretolo? Yeah, Tretolot. Tretolot? Here, here uh, spell it. It's T-E-T-R-E-A-U-L-T. Uh, Tretolo. Tretolo. From now on, he's Gil. <laughs> from, now in, from now on, he's Gil. Gil. A man named Gil was uh, basically... Uh, so we're, we're, we're at uh, October 3rd, 2008. A man named Gil is driving to basically uh, where Mark Twitchell is doing all his movie projects at this rented garage on the south side of Edmonton. Mm -hmm. Gil is a little bit of backstory about him. He's 33. He just recently moved from D.C. He was a high-tech contractor, whatever that means. And he <laughs> was recently separated. Oh. So what Gil would later testify later that... He was going to see what he thought was an attractive woman off the website Plenty of Fish. Mm -hmm. Once again, again and again. Yeah. Um, so he was on the, like, like I said before. 2008, Tinder wasn't around, right? I oh, think no. So. Yeah, was no. OkCupid okay around? I think OkCupid okay yes, was. was, yeah. No, was I don't know. Match. I have no idea. Match was definitely around. Yeah. Match was around. I'll tell you what, man. If Why I was. I know every single one, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> what about Fields? Hey, this is just. Fields? Judgment free zone. Hey, oh. Yeah. Fields? What? Field? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. thing. I mean, now you have everything. It's like, are you a narcoleptic clown living in Minnesota? <laughs> then, then, then join uh, sleepyclownsinthemidwest.com. Anyway. Uh, I bet actually that could, that could do pretty well that like, could totally in the northern be a website. Midwest. That could totally, I could totally have just described something that actually is a thing. And they all meet up in yeah. like an arena and they have conferences and yeah and know. like weird weird clown just, sex just yeah. people like balancing on you know balls and then they fall asleep and they fucking crack their head open <laughs> anyway um so anyways uh, so he's, he's meeting this woman uh her name is uh sheena that's what uh this guy gil thinks it is right so sheena sheena yeah sheena. not shana sheena it might have been Shayna. I mean, with all those 
We're relying on your notes on this documentary. Yeah. Well, uh, also with all those well, the, names. The notes are fine. Okay. The notes are fine. Well, it's, I'm not my, sure. it's my brain that's fucking this oh, up. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, well, no, but there's like, you know, there's Sheena's and Shauna's and Shayna's. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's so hard to like keep it's it all apart. It so doesn't matter. Okay. Like, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is the woman that, that uh, doesn't exist. What? I'm on on the website. Okay. Our boy, what's his? What's our main guy's name? Uh, So we're we're at Gil right now. No, no, no. Our our uh, 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 Twitch wits. We haven't got there yet. We haven't introduced Twitchy. Oh no, we did. We yeah, yeah. No, we've been talking about Twitch. Yeah, yeah. My Twitchel. You want to talk about messed up brains? Uh, Yeah. Anyway, let's. Okay, so what what is in the happening? Let's recap for people like me who are just lost. Okay, go. Okay, so so right now, so right now, what's happening is is a guy named Gil is is going to meet a woman that he thinks is named Sheena on PlentyOfFish.com. Where he's really going though is to Mark Twitchell's garage where he does all his uh, movie making, (laughs) right? So that's what's happening. So Suspenseful anyway, <laughs> Gil walks into a garage. It's pretty dark. He can't see. And then suddenly he's attacked by a man in a hockey mask. Can we just stop right there? Yes. You're going on a date in a garage? <laughs> right. What, I what, thought that was what, a little fishy. Yeah. Like, what you doing, buddy? Yeah. And once again, Canada. Canada. Canada? That, can, we, can, we, really? can we make a sign that just says Canada? 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 Canada. 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 Hey, come meet me in my garage, eh? He he gets uh, blasted by a stun baton. Like, you ever seen that um, scene from Casino? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, maybe that's what it was like. Mm -hmm. Uh... Anyway, that's uh, the only time I've ever seen a stun b- baton in action. Anyway, uh, so um, <laughs> at that point in the documentary, he was like, uh, and the narrator was like, and then he got stunned by a baton. And then Gil was like, that's when I realized, obviously, this is no date. <laughs> okay, and then um, Mark Twitchell pulls out a gun. He basically covered Gil up with duct tape, including his mouth and eyes. Uh, then Gil was like, and you you gotta, I mean, you gotta give credit when credit's due. Like Gil was like, fuck that. Yeah, no. And Gil's, Gil's like, like, hey, this date's not going so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Gil's a real G, man. He he rips off the tape. Yeah. yeah he gets yeah, yeah. to his feet. He fucking fights this guy. He realizes that the gun is plastic. Uh, so when that happens. But he has the balls to go g- reach for a gun. Yeah, exactly. He, he thinks is a real gun, pointed at his face, and he's like. Fuck it. No. And he just grabs it. And then he's like, oh, this is plastic. Exactly. That's Dude, pretty That's pretty baller. Pretty hats baller. Hats yeah. off to Gil, man. Yeah, hats, yeah. Hats off he, to Gil. He's the real hero of the story. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then Mark keeps on, basically Mark keeps on hitting him. And Gil basically gets closer and closer to the garage door. And he finally gets so close that he could roll under the door. As soon as he's out, though, what ends up happening is the stun gun kicks in and yeah. all of a sudden his legs don't work right yeah so so homie is just crawling he's basically crawling he's got like noodle legs now yeah and he's just scraping himself across a across a gravel a gravel a gravel driveway yeah this is not so that fun. must be very uncomfortable Mm-mm, this is not a good first date and, and this is also <laughs> yeah i yeah, know this is a terrible first this date also not going well it, it's like october in edmonton so it's probably cold as yeah. you know whatever yeah yeah, yeah cold yeah, as a fucking yeah. Canadian thing. Yeah, you would. You would, you would <laughs> sure. You would think she met this girl off of Tinder. <laughs> oh. Whoa! Oh, you crazy oh, for this one, yeah. man? <laughs> Seriously, fuck you, Tinder. Okay. At this Is that point, a thing? Is that? I hate Tinder. They kicked me off because it's bullshit. They kicked you they off. They kicked yeah. me off because I had some like quote with American Psycho in my bio, and they kicked me off. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, which, by the way, I told you, I was Mother, like, that uh, might not be... Tinder's fault? Idiots. <laughs> it is okay. Tinder's fault, all right? <laughs> all right. You know, he was trying to show his sense of humor, so I get it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the thing about Tinder, they'll let, pe- they'll let dudes stalk women, but if you put a little, you know, quote in your shit, you get, about ki- you know, it's just, people. it's, don't get me started. 
Yeah, hey, so, you sound a little salty on this one. I hate Tinder. You sound a little bit like our boy uh, Twitchski or whatever his name is. Oh, maybe Twitchful? there's a little bit of him in maybe me. I mean, I don't. Maybe think plenty it, of fishes for you. I wouldn't. Well, <laughs> hey, look, I I couldn't hurt a fly, unless you work for Tinder. All you right. Know, so he's, anyway, he's got a podcast about murders. <laughs> I think there's some. Uh, uh, you know, Daddy dear, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, 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 I'm on paper. You don't want to be around me. <laughs> you don't want to. You know, it, it, on paper, it, you don't want. Do you do not want to meet me in a dark garage in, in, in Edmonton, Alberta? That's I don't want to meet sure. anyone in a dark garage in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, uh, that's fair. You know, I I would say never say never though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There <laughs> might be that one person. Jesus Christ, Nick. All right, so There's anyway. At, fish, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, uh, Gil sees a couple for help, right? So let's just remind everybody where we're at. He's he's outside the garage. He's kind of crawling. Like, crawling because he's, he's all stun gunned. And, and we're, what's our boy doing in his hockey mask? Well, the the boy in the hockey mask. Not our boy. Twitchell. Like, Twitchell, Mark Twitchell the, the not. Is grabbing the dude's legs. And trying to drag, drag him drag back. Drag homie back, yeah. Right. Fight to the death right exactly. now. Exactly. So and then along comes a couple. Along comes a couple. Strolling mm-hmm. a, next yeah. to a bunch of garages. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just your typical Canadian couple. Walk. You know, talking about like. You know, they could have put more cheese curds and poutine. And so basically this guy was like, he says, help me, I'm being robbed. That's what he says. Yeah, and, which is fair. Which is fair. And the couple basically doesn't do anything. They Here's le- the thing, though. I don't, if, well, I don't know. Maybe if, if someone's wearing a hockey mask and it's got a gun and stunning you, that seems a little like more than a robbery. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's like, I'm getting robbed. I would be like, this guy's trying to fucking kill me right now. <laughs> so, it's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, yeah, and yeah. that's valid, right? I would never that's think someone was to trying rob to rob me. Yeah. yeah. You want to rob someone, you just you bonk just, him over the head. But, and, yeah. but, you know, there might have been some method to his madness. He said robbed. If he said murder... Who would who would go help him? If so, I well, would. clearly this couple did not. Well, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm serious. Though. Like, 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 like. Think about this. You you come across a scene where some guy's getting his his ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm being robbed. Legs. Help. Yeah. Like maybe you're like, oh, he's being robbed. Okay, but. If the guy said, I'm being murdered, like what what does that make you think of this? The guy that's trying to murder him has a weapon. Right. Sure. So, do you want to fucking go over there? And I mean, I'm not saying that what the couple did. Well, you know what? If someone's if, robbing you, they're probably not a. Probably got some sort of weapon on them, right? Yeah, you would think. You would think. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I you just, know. I just think he didn't choose his words properly. Yeah. He might have gotten helped. Yeah, maybe he should have. I think it's Gil's fault again. I'm coming <laughs> back to not siding with Gil. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. The guy wrote a book. You know. Oh did yeah. He? Mm-hmm. About this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, that makes sense. Cash yeah. in when you get it, man. You know, so when he's doing when he's doing a reading, just go up there and be like, "Could you sign my book?" It's like, by the way, this is what I think about what happened the night you almost got <laughs> murdered. You, know, yeah. yeah. you could have done it better. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, sign it, Daddy Dearest. Yeah, sign it, Daddy. Yeah. To Daddy Dearest. That's not please. how you spell Dearest. All right, be better next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right anyway. now is when you. A, a damn daddy soundbite. Damn daddy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> they ended up calling 911. The police came around, but they didn't see anybody in the scene, right? So, and the, so, and they weren't able to describe either the perpetrator or the victim. So, at that point, like. Uh, you know, that's that. Yeah, they were like, right, oh, this that's... is my problem with this goddamn documentary at this point. It's this huge, big action scene, and he's crawling away. There's a guy with a stun baton and some couple strolling, and then they're just like, and then he got away. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> they were like, they don't yeah, say yeah, what happens. No this couple find... just is like, nah. And then. Well, and clearly they were like sitting down talking to him. They could have found out how he got away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, wasn't the guy in the middle of chasing him out of the garage? Yeah. Right? And this couple's there. Like, all these people are like... Yeah. And, and like, the couple, they're just like... We didn't think 
it would be good for us to step into the situation because we thought that maybe he was trying to like trick us and then yeah. he would rob us. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is Edmonton. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, on, it's, it's no one of those things that. like that's that was my first reaction too. But at the same time, like until you're in the situation, who knows how you're going to react? That's fair. we all like to we all like to view ourselves as a hero, but you just don't. I would have know. so been the hero. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so there's no question that Gil was lonely, and to fill that void, he went online. To, that ended in tragedy. What he should have done is called up Synthetics, the creator of the world's most realistic sex doll. Synthetics is an artisan doll company based out of Southern, right Southern California. <laughs> their their life-size, articulate, anatomically correct sculptures bring special flair, realism, and attention to detail you won't find anywhere else. The material they use is so high-tech that you will never guess that you're having intercourse with something that it's not alive. Isn't that correct, Nick? Uh, yes. I'll never forget what Nick had said after he Tested. got... Uh, Mildred. stamp of approval. Mildred. He said, he looked at me and he said, Aaron, I've always had this fantasy to wrap my hands around the neck of the person I'm having intercourse with and squeeze it tighter and tighter until I see the light fade away from their eyes as I climax. I've never been able to fulfill this fantasy until now. So... Uh, if you're lonely, you're a lonely dude, or you have some weird uh, uh, fetishes, go to syn Synthetics, yes. S-I-N. Bypass the whole Plenty of Fish murder scenario exactly. and just get one of these S-I-N-T-H-E-T-I-C-S. You can murder it as much as you want. Because, hey, it's better than being in jail. Yes. Yeah, and, and uh, use the promo cord, uh, code. Uh, what's the, the promo code? Cord? I don't know. But, what's the promo code? But, but in all code? seriousness, <laughs> this is a real fucking company. It is a real company. It is a real company. Use the promo code uh, Nick Drinks Peroni on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we're gonna and we're just gonna keep on do, uh, letting this be our sponsor until it's really our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of their their synthetics? S I N T H. Sin like a, like you're sinning. Yes. Yeah. Like the what wig shop that was our sponsor went out of business. The wig yeah. shop. The wig shop. Yeah. Okay. In all seriousness, I would fuck these dolls in a heartbeat i mean they are hot they're, <laughs> they are hot plastic mm -hmm. fake sex dolls and i wasn't mm -hmm. uh, and like that what i the like the part sex like dolls the, and murder a good, mysteries a good and... third of that advertisement is actually straight off the website i've seen these dolls they're mm -hmm. hot yeah. okay <laughs> hey, where where would you keep something like that in a new york apartment though closet <laughs> all right fair enough i mean i don't understand the question is anyway, it a full-sized human doll or it is. is it like a really it is. It's a full head time. to toe yeah all yeah synthetic. and you could do you could do you could get pubic hair you could get tattoos you could get tan you could lines design the pubic hair yeah. that you have on you it. could do oh my god with the male dolls you could get several different dicks flaccid semi erect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh? It's all. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the future is now. Well, I mean, like in in all seriousness, this is an incredible world we live in. That this isn't available. All right. Anyway, so we're at <laughs> October Tech Ten. Coming back to the synthetic dolls, though. No. We just talked that about that for like three hours. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we could. We could. We can make a whole thing about it. Um, Tell but, me more about this uh, pubic hair. I don't know. It's like, it just, you know, it's so much fun <laughs> It's to just come in something. All right, and... <laughs> dude. Just moving on. Come on. See, see, like. You went there. Come yeah, on, you man. went there. I didn't you go went there, there Daddy. No, you know, you went there. No, Daddy didn't fault? go there. How is this my fault? And, and also, <laughs> you agree with me. You're just being the dude who's like, no, oh, I'm, I can't. Ooh. I'm, I'm Daddy. I'm well mannered. I'm wearing khakis. Come on, but you yeah, know, but you're you not wearing khakis. You're wearing about. sunglasses inside. I am wearing sunglasses inside. All right. Anyway. All right. That's what daddy um. Does. Anyway, that. Damn, daddy. That, uh, fun's over. October tenth, two thousand eight. Um, let's talk a little bit about a man named John Aldinger. Yeah, you got this. Aldinger. Aldinger. Yeah, that's yep. correct. Well, he, so he, this man uh, was a 38-year-old male who worked at a oil field equipment manager. Sexy. Manufacturer. <laughs> uh, you know, oil and yeah, from, of all accounts, this guy was just like a fun-loving, really sweet dude. 
He was passionate about motorcycles. He had a great sense of humor. Uh, honest guy. Just just one of those dudes where like you meet him and you're like, I like this dude, right? Mm-hmm. I think we could all agree on from, that. From the two photographs I saw, I think I could determine that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I I disagree. All right. All right. I didn't have any sort of emotional <laughs> attachment to him. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> that was a little cold. But <laughs> All right. It's okay. But anyway, Aaron, you were saying. Okay. So anyway, uh, let's let's uh, jump to October tenth, two thousand eight. John uh, informed one of his friends that he was going to meet a woman that he's been chatting with on the online dating site Plenty of Fish. Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. He was driving a red Mazda. Hatchback. Mazda. <laughs> they Mazda said it like hatchback. that in the yeah. show. They said they Mazda. Did. Yeah, Mazda. <laughs> um, and uh, but but the thing was, he wasn't heading to that girl's girl's place. He was heading to Mark Twitchell's garage once again. Uh, and as he was uh, heading there, he was running a uh, commentary with a friend uh, online. So he's basically. What what whatever you want to call it, like live chatting, uh, his evening live, tw- not Twitter. He, he but was just texting. He was just texting. Okay, <laughs> so so he was just t- telling a friend what he was doing step by step. He even ended up sharing the address of where he was supposed to pick up this girl. Mm-hmm. All right, smart move, mm-hmm. especially if you're creeping around garages later. Always. It, yeah. it 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 was a smart move, but at the same time. Didn't help him. Just after 7 p.m., he basically announced that he had arrived at wherever this date was supposed to begin. Now, uh, let's jump to a couple days after. We're talking about Monday, October 13th, 2008. This is Canadian Thanksgiving. Which I didn't know was a thing. Nobody knew it was a thing. Nobody knew it was a thing. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. This guy, John... He ended up missing between those couple days, between the his disappearance and Thanksgiving, he ended up missing a highly anticipated bike trip. Remember that he was in the motorcycles. And everyone started to get worried because uh, based on everyone's account, this was a very punctual guy. Yeah, he was punctual as fuck. Yeah, he was super punctual. We're just saying that, um, you know, like... Uh, if uh, Daddy Darius ends up, like, you know, uh, drowning in his soup, like, basically mm-hmm. no one would find him for a good, like, two weeks because... I'm not very punctual. He's late for everything, yeah. Mo- most things, yeah. Uh, but actually, you were, you were early for this one. I was. Yeah. I was on time. We strolled over to the bodega, got some snacks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yep. Okay, so anyway, uh, where we are in the story is basically uh, John was uh, supposed to... Uh, uh, pick up this girl, um, but it wasn't a girl. It was Mark Twitchell, who basically was catfishing him. He pulls up to uh, Twitchell's garage. He's driving a red Mazda uh, hatchback. Mazda. And basically, Mazda. Um, uh, you know, he, he walks in, and uh, the last thing he so he was kind of doing this. Uh, he he was kind of like doing a. Uh, texting somebody and the last thing he said or anybody heard from him just after 7 p.m. on uh, October 10th 2008 was he basically announced that he had arrived and he was never heard from again so uh, now we're at the Canadian Thanksgiving October 13th Um, he missed a bike trip really anticipated bike trip so he was a very uh punctual guy so that's how people were basically like something is up Mm -hmm. uh then uh on thanksgiving john's friend and family received an email from john saying he was going away with a girl that he met online to a tropical vacation to costa rica Something like that. <laughs> no, well, and, that's how they said it. Yeah, and and he would call around Christmas, which you got to remember. Uh, Thanksgiving, thanks, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, so that's a couple months away. So that's very unusual. Uh, so at this point, everyone's like, something's up. Something's a little fishy. They end up calling the police, but the police. Uh, I, and this is something we've seen before in a lot of. Uh, kind of cases where someone goes missing, the police are very much like at at the beginning are like, let's wait it out for a couple days because mm-hmm. he's an adult. That's what adults do. They just disappear sometimes. But With their mistresses. Ex- Gumar. 
With Gumar. Yeah, forget Gumad. about it. <laughs> oh, forget about it. Unless yeah. Gumar is the plural of Gumad. No that, I don't know. That, know. That's more yeah. a Daddy Dearest question. Yeah. I, I don't know. Daddy doesn't I got set for Donnie. When you get set for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and your best friend who does it. All right, anyway. So, <laughs> I love that line. All right, anyway. Uh, they end up calling the police. The police take a very lazy, lazy, fair, lazy, fair. Lazy on fair. Whatever. Lazy fair. Lazy fair. There lazy it is. Fair. Um, but, but his friends weren't having it. So they're like, we got to find out what's happening right now. So they do a little uh, investigating of their own. Oh, yeah. They ended up. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically breaking into this dude's apartment and they found that his passport and all his clothes were still there. How is he going to get to Costa Rica without all that? Well, that's what his friends said. So (laughs) basically his friends told the police that uh, then they started getting serious. So let's talk a little bit about the investigation. Oh, yeah. It was assigned to a veteran detective named Bill Clark. Oh, yeah. Bill Clark is like the old man bald chief Frizzo. He he was yeah he was like <laughs> he's like he's literally every homicide detective you ever seen in any type of murder movie ever 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 Balls. seriously mustache you're like oh my god call the meat wagon you know that guy <laughs> so anyway uh, basically um, Clark already had a direction to look into the case right because he knew exactly where this was where where the last place john was and that was at mark twitchell's garage so uh we're now at october 18th 2018 uh john has been missing for about a week now uh bill clark goes over and drives to the south side garage of mark twitchell and ends up bringing mark in for questioning oh hi mark oh hi mark Hey, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Or just, you know, you know, you know, what? (coughs) this this is crazy, but I have something to ask. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm like, you know, ruining your Monday afternoon. But did you murder a guy? All right. Anyway. (laughs) uh, So Mark, you know, acts like the, you know, like the, the innocent babe in the woods routine. You know, like, confused, like, my garage? You know, like, just that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I, he actually said this, which I loved. The guy's like, well, this is the evidence we have. And, uh, you know, it, it happened in your garage. And he, like, he goes, let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, how fake of a line is that? Yeah. This guy's such a movie writer, he's like, has to say something that sounds like it's out of a mu- murder movie. That, that is, I didn't even think about that. That's Let a great point. Let me get this yeah. straight. Yeah. Right there, I would have been like, fuck you. You, yeah. you probably you murdered probably, someone. You definitely murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. guy. He also um, gave some bullshit, uh, uh, like, you know, dialogue about how the padlock was different. So, um, so yeah, like when someone over explains, yeah. you know that they're lying. Yeah. Always. And he tells some ridiculous story, right? Yeah. Or did we not get there yet? Well, no, no, no. But, but it's one of those things where it's like, if you bring somebody in for murder and then he tells a story and he knows exactly every time. Like at 815, I was at the drugstore. And yeah. then at 825, I was like at exit 92. You're like, you fucking murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> because who would, who, no one realize, no one knows those details. So when you, yeah, you're exactly right. Yes. Yeah. I always think about that. I, I don't know if I could have an alibi for everything because I don't remember everything that well, I yeah, do. And, and that's when police are like, this guy probably didn't do anything because he wasn't paying attention to what time he was at certain places. Yeah. Well, here's the yeah. thing. When, when it comes to like getting interrogated and like telling your story, there's certain things uh, as far as like body language mm-hmm. that gives you away if you are being deceptive. Such right? as? Um, uh, I, pulling I think, on your earlobes yeah, and like being yeah, like lick, fidgety. Licking your lips. <laughs> Um, Licking your lips. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there's like some like type of psychological thing where like you're trying to keep the. I have no idea what, what I'm talking about. It, I heard. Like, I heard that if you like, if you look up, like you're thinking. There, yeah. If up you look up left. into the left, yeah, yeah like, you're thinking. If you look up to the right, or one of those. If you're, you're looking up to the left, you're lying. If you look up to your right, you're remembering. Or, yeah. or the opposite. Or, or something. One of those. Yeah. But yes, yes, yes. All yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, 
Uh, but a lot of these serial killers are like they know that and yeah. they and they like are really convincing. Well, yeah, the thing about like being a psycho is you have no empathy. That's like what being a Right, so you're not twitching cuz you're like, "Eh." Yeah, because because you don't care. Like yes. if if I murdered Nick, yeah. right? And someone <laughs> asked me about it, like I would be done because I couldn't um I couldn't like hide the shame and guilt. Of, I might be able to. Yeah, you might be able to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, I, yeah, like, I just, I couldn't do it. But, like, clearly this guy was psychotic because what ended up happening was Bill Clark ended up reviewing the uh, interrogation and basically passing this guy. Bill yeah. Clark said, this no guy's telling here. the truth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the Some moment. Some detective you are. <laughs> yeah, right? With Bill your Clark. mustache. Yeah, he's just yeah. phoning it in at this <laughs> yeah. point. He's just yeah. going through the motions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's probably fine. Yeah. He's got yeah. blood all over his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like, but he said he wasn't there when the guy was dead, so I guess he's off the hook. So basically, Mark was off the hook for the moment, right? Um, then police bring in the, uh, Canadian couple that saw them, saw somebody basically getting robbed or what they thought was someone being robbed. And they ended up not doing anything about that then, but ended up calling 911 later, mm-hmm. right? They bring him in and they realize that, uh, the man who begged for help a week earlier was in the exact same place that John was uh, right before he disappeared, right concluding <laughs> that there was another victim out there, right? So we think we got a serial killer on our hands. A serial killer, <laughs> That's what they said. or or they maybe not maybe not a serial killer, but they at least know that there's another victim, right? Yeah. So um, they basically go to the public to find this first victim. Uh, they end up not doing so well with the public <laughs> yeah. right? no one, what do you mean by that Aaron? Right. well mainly because <laughs> no one uh really saw anything and they basically were like all right so they're, they're thinking about this first victim like they're pretty sure that he's dead right because if he was alive he would have came to the police sure except he was alive and what ended up happening he was just scared shitless Clearly so, man. Like, you know, he got, like, stun gun to the back and, like, mm-hmm. homie and fucking uh, hockey mask, you know? I know. So we're back here at Gil now. Gil, and Gil's just I, like, I know. did that just happen? Yeah. yeah. So He's basically, eating, yeah, you know? Bill keeps his attack to himself for about a month. And then finally he goes to the police and he describes what went on in that garage. Um, he tried to kick the dude in the balls. That didn't work. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was like, I, I tried, tried to, to kick him in the balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a kick you in the balls song? Yeah, sure. Why not? Here, here's the new banger, kick you in the balls. So anyway, um, in the first interrogation of Mark, he claimed that he didn't uh, see a um, a, a red Mazda hash, hatchback, which oh. is what John was driving. Oh, you mean a Mazda? Mazda. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pronounced yeah. Mazda. Mazda. But he later, um, that same day, volunteered information that he bought a Mazda hatchback from some dude on the street. And this this was so yeah. This is when he gets into I'm a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explaining all... a bunch of random shit. Yeah, and also it's like you could have just not said any of that. Yeah, and yeah. you would have been fine. You'd have yeah. been totally fine. <laughs> no, I mean this as as far as like murder goes, this guy he's good at doing it. He's not good at covering it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he already. But you gotta co- have both if you're gonna be a serial. Mm-hmm. You gotta have both. I mean, but he already did cover it up pretty well. If he hadn't even mentioned the Mazda. No, he didn't. He lured some guy <laughs> on his a dating website to his own garage. Dude, <laughs> no, step one. That guy. Don't I, connect yourself to the yeah, murder. Yeah. If this crime happened anywhere in the States, anywhere past 2010, it would have been wrapped up in 24 hours. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, like, 
I mean, I don't like. Here's the thing. Back in 2008, I don't know exactly what the what what type of process, what type of technology authorities had to kind of trace things online. But if you, it happened today, forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. We're the guy about, takes an Uber right to the garage. Yeah, exactly. You got the thing on text on Tinder. Hey, come to my garage. Every every part was online. Every which single is, part. Which is why I was so like, which which is why I I, I was so like, why didn't they? you know basically wrap it up faster in my own i guess it's only because in 2008 they didn't have that technology yeah it was so yeah. 2000 and late yeah i mean <laughs> oh my god oh my god Air okay black. anyway <laughs> <laughs> why? why 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 do we even do this okay anyway uh, so okay so um basically after uh learning this uh Okay, so anyway, what what's ended up happening is Twitchell gives this bu- bullshit story about how he got uh, in possession of the red Mazda hashback after talking to a guy on the street who was like, you want this car? You want I- this red Mazda? I just yeah. killed somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dating a rich woman. That was basically the yeah, story. Yeah, that was his whole story. Yeah. yeah. Some rich, you know, a sugar mommy situation, yeah. he says. Yeah, yeah exactly. What and I- a... Fucking asshole. This yeah. Guy is. yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> after learning that fact, like if Clark was a cartoon, a big ass light bulb would have just popped up in top of his head, mm-hmm. right? Because he figured out at he's that moment. He's brushing his little mustache. He's scratching it. He's going, something's Mark, not Mark right here. He's scratching his mustache. He's mm-hmm. like, why does it smell like cheese? It's this guy. <laughs> this and he has guy, like the, one of those little mustache yeah. combs. And he's just yeah. like sitting there like yeah. at his desk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, yeah. oh. So, so basically. <laughs> I love that mental image. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me revel in it for a second. Anyway. Enjoy. He Enjoy. asked Mark about, about the car and. Mark gives, basically gives him that bullshit story, and that's when he goes, and he says this on the documentary, holy, cl- holy crap. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. He killed the guy. <laughs> holy yeah. mackerel, my friend. Holy mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He killed um, the guy. However, he killed I the guy. Yeah. yeah. Forget about Where it. Where did the expression holy mackerel come from? I don't know, man. Oh, well, that's from Deuteronomy chapter 12, section wow. 8. Hmm. Thou shall take the mackerel, and thou shall uh, make the holy of the mackerel mm-hmm. with mackerel. You ever eaten mackerel? It's a very bony fish. It's not, it's not a lot of meat in there. I, I feel like I have. I don't know, but it's not it, a lot of nothing know, to write home and, about. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Yeah. It's not too great. Holy done? mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, even though like he was basically like, uh, I I know this dude. Uh, kill this guy he still needed a confession right oh yeah mm-hmm. so uh clark needed a confession so at this point clark decides to shift gears a little bit and he basically goes from good cap good cop to back bad cop and <laughs> he ends up walking in the room and in this a is a quote he says i have no doubt in my mind you're involved in the disappearance of John, and he says that right to the dude's face, Mark Twitchell's face, fucking yep. right in your face. Yeah, and the guy's like, yep. uh. "Yeah." Well, here's here's the thing. Like, so so he says this guy, he says that thing to the guy's face, and any normal person would be like, "Damn, I'm I'm in big trouble." But this is what ends up happening in this scenario. Uh, so our boy's uh, not going down that easy. Yeah, ba- basically, <laughs> uh, Bill Clark. Tries I to... like, I'm like color commentating. Right yeah. Like just... <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he tells Clark, he says, you'll never and be... And a hush fell over the room. Yeah. And then... It, it was really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it was terribly quiet, you know. It's like nobody saw anything except those guys standing behind that two-way mirror that you see in cop films. And then he said... All right, anyway, so then... Uh, you could hear a pin drop. Then Clark said, <laughs> you'll never be able to live with doing this. Oh, this was a great line. Yeah, and Mark says, you would be surprised with what I could live with. Whew. <laughs> Mic drop. Creepy. Chills. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, they ended up searching the guy's car. They ended up searching his house. They ended up seizing a lot of Comic-Con material props and whatnot the guy was a big fucking dork and hey, uh, easy there 
Jesus, Nick. Every, everything. I can't. I, everything offends you nowadays. Holy crap. He was, he was a big yeah, fucking yeah, dork. He was. He, he was a dork, but you know, like, you know, I'm looking out for our listeners, man. You know? Nah. Oh my God, Nick. Just chill for a second. All right. All right. I'll pump the brakes. Right, anyway. Is, are I, are I, our I, listeners I, out there yeah, stabbing people? I didn't even say cunt or anything. That's what he usually gets me on when I say cunt. Even when I call people cunt that really are cunts. I, I didn't even say cunt this time, Nick. I can't even say dork. Australian people say uh, cunt all the time. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like endearingly. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like oh, you're oh, you yeah, beautiful little, cunt. Yeah, yeah, you little cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. fair enough. Uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're on October twenty second, uh, two days after. Uh, this is two days after Bill Clark confronted Mark. Right. Um, please examine uh, uh, Mark Twitchell's computer. Whoa. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh shit! Is that stool breaking? That is. <laughs> we're never. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, let's do a play by play right quick. So the uh, stool. So, the stool. So Daddy that... put his foot up on a stool, and apparently it's made of dog shit. <laughs> it fucking broke this... apart. Damn, Daddy. We're at October twenty second, two days after Bill Clark confronts Mark. Right. And uh, basically, police at this point are examining his computer. And they, Which has a bunch of Spider-Man stickers on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Spider-Man-y. Yeah. Like five or six. And they end up finding a deleted Word document in his trash, which is called SK Confessions. And I bet Just you Just let could... that one hang in the air. Let them, let our listeners <laughs> think all, of what that stands for. All three or four of them. Yep. Yep. Hey, guys. S- SK. <laughs> SK. They're all like freshmen. SK They're all like freshmen in high school. <laughs> so it's, it's called I SK Confessions. And basically this Word document uh, very accurately details the details that police already knew mm-hmm. about this case, right? Yeah. So um, they basically were like, whoever wrote this document, did this murder mm-hmm. and, and and they basically outlined it step by step uh so that was enough to basically put uh twitchell mm-hmm. under arrest so let's jump to halloween october 31st 2008 this is by the way twitchell's favorite um favorite holiday and you know what if he was writing a, a movie he couldn't actually have planned it any better but um, <laughs> That's anyway, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving him like props or anything. I'm just saying. So anyway, uh, Mark is in the back of a police cruiser, uh, finally under arrest. At this point, um, John has been missing for three weeks, and they still don't know where the body is. So they basically uh, get Mark in the uh, at in the back seat of the police cruiser and was like, "Tell us where the body is. We're just going to cruise around until you tell us." Mm-hmm. Except, uh, you know. Um, Mark is like, a no. I don't want to. He's a cold mm. customer. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy is a straight up psychopath. No mm-hmm. question about he's it. He's just gazing out the window. He wasn't, wistfully. He wasn't scared. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh fuck, they got me. Like this guy. I mean, I mean, that's some. I don't know what 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 you would call that balls. I guess maybe no, no it's, it's not balls. It's like emotional callus or something. I mean, whatever it was, it. like yeah. I would be crying like a, a little tiny Girl Scout. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would be crying. I'd be like admitting to crimes that I wasn't even like alive <laughs> for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm like I'm, the Titanic. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. That's why they yeah. call me the what's iceberg. That, what's that body? <laughs> what's that famous body that like was never found? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd admit to Jimmy, Ho- Jimmy Hoffa. I'd yeah. be like, I'm DB Cooper. Yes. I yeah, like, yeah, you know. I think it, that was found in the Meadowlands. Seriously? I oh, think so. Oh, oh, it wasn't them? found, but I think that's where it was supposed to be. Someone did confess to it, though. Yeah, yeah. I heard that that's where it's supposed to be, but I don't think they ever found it. And the it. guy who confessed to it was actually Jimmy Hoffa's friend. Because mm. when you get sent for, you go in alive <laughs> and you come out dead and it's your best friend who does it. All right. So anyway, uh, at this point, uh, uh, so basically Mark never uh, is, is in jail and he's never and he never really confessed or not. Not that he well, he didn't confess, but he also never said where the body was. Then finally, he's in jail for about nine months later. This is nine months later. He's in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he wants a meeting with the authorities. His only condition is no Bill Clark. Like, this is how much <laughs> Bill Clark got up this dude's ass. So, uh, basically, the authorities come. Mark gives him a map. This is a Google map with some handwriting on it. And he basically shows uh, the authorities where John's body was. And I think it was in kind of like a sewer. Sewage. Drain. Yeah, it was yeah. in a sewer. And yeah. that's, like, so disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, man. I you mean, dump a body, you like... That's yeah. like that's some Chris Watts, Chris Watts shit. Have yeah. you been following that case, Chris mm-hmm. Watts? Mm-hmm. Oh, the student in Colorado mm. uh, killed his uh, pregnant wife and, and two little daughters, and he uh, ended up dumping their bodies into uh, basically uh, big containers of oil. I did. I saw that like on YouTube or something. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is like this is has been taken over the nation, uh, not the nation, but I mean, everybody seems to know about it. I thought about. You know that being a case, but like that would just make us such a big little fucking too mainstream. assholes. Yeah, exactly. a little too mainstream for this. Podcast. I mean, it's too sensitive. Like yeah. we would say something that could get us a lot of hate, which we already have. You know, but yeah. I, I mean, yeah. What no, have you said? Well, I, I mean, like you know, once we did this case, that was just a little too messed up, man. It it, it involved yeah. the the rape of several young teenage girls mm. and uh the, the, the whole time it was just being like and then this happened and uh and i was just like oh, oh god damn me and nick got into a fight at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. nick was like you better wrap it up i was like i fucking know nick <laughs> like that's how that's how sh- bad shit got like, like no Yeesh. one we, no one wanted to like say anything about anything about this fucking case anyway that one sounds pretty gnarly uh, let's let's go to march 2011 at the trial mark what a fucking asshole this dude is mark uh basically claims in his defense that he lured uh uh gill and john as a way for publicity for his film right he said i was gonna let them go they were gonna tell people and that's how this would pick up word of mouth um so but however dumb John John <laughs> ended up idea. attacking Mark and Mark said he killed him in self-defense. What a fucking asshole. I'm so angry at this dude. I want to hurt him. Anyway, so... How far would you go to hurt him? Ever? Oh, not that far. I mean, I would... Would you lure him you know, to your I, garage? I, I, would, I, would write a very, I would write a very strong worded uh Yeah, uh, email letter. to him. Yeah. Yeah, email. Would you title it? SK confessions. I might, yeah, I might, I might, I might do that, you know, just so he's intrigued, and just you know he opens it. I'm going, and and it's like, I don't like you, you know. Like, so, but anyway, um, the jury didn't buy this. On April twelfth, the jury found him guilty and sentenced him. Canada. They sentenced him to life without parole. For 25 years. <laughs> After only a four-hour deliberation. Four hours. They're like, wow, he still man. could get out in 25 years, though. Oh, man. I, I, and he's a young old, dude. Yeah, how old is he? He's like 30-something. He, he was No, I think he was like... He was 28 or 29 when this happened. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because he was like 21 when he got married. So. Yeah, so we're talking about he could be like... I don't think this will happen, but he could be like 57, 58 when he gets out. Yeah, and he could be like the person that like works at the bakery that you always get, you know, your coffee mm. and your danishes from. Yeah. yeah. When, just... you're, when you're living in Edmonton, and then he'll invite you over to his yeah. garage. Yeah, and say, hey, come check out these donuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he does it again. And he does it again and again. Yeah, he could be like the... Uh... You think he gets out after 25 years? It huh? is I, Canada. You know, he yeah. probably like, will. I, well, after... I don't know. I really... I mean, I pray to God that, like, they keep this guy... Because here's the thing about this dude. Um, absolutely no remorse. After he was incarcerated, he actually wrote to the media saying that he's innocent he never copped to anything yeah so if this guy gets out um i'm going to be terribly disappointed mm. and you know it's, it's the same thing with you know the barbie and ken thing yeah like that guy's up for all paul bernardo paul bernardo and then the wife kelly kim she she, she never did a, she never did a day in uh prison she did like two years in prison but now she's out now and has like a boutique or she something she married her lawyer this yeah. is the previous case you it, guys talked about. Yeah, yeah, actually, it was the case that we were just telling you about that was Barbie too murders. dark. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, Ken and Barbie, Ken and Barbie murders, man. And, and they allowed her to change her name. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, my man's. Uh, you think we hit this shit? Yeah, I think we we did it. 
Uh, fuck Mark Twitchell. Yeah, fuck yeah. Mark Twitchell. Daddy yeah. Dearest, you got some plugs? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my name's Daddy Dearest. You could catch me uh, mowing my lawn in my khakis, doing daddy stuff. <laughs> Fair this, enough. This sounds like a, a, a profile on some fetish online website. <laughs> Just mowing yeah. my lawn in my khakis. Yeah, you, that's what I do. You could you could find me mowing my lawn in my khakis and a gimp mask with a ball gag. <laughs> you know, you ever seen that scene from Pulp Fiction? Hey, I'm you know, pretty fucking far from okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what, what perfect timing that was. Thank Good you. job, you. Thanks. Yeah. Or, yeah, puts, puts puts a guy like uh, hangs a noose around his neck and you know whatever. Anyway, uh, yo, Aaron Black, you got some plugs, yo? No, I don't. Uh, do you guys plug your own podcast on your podcast? Uh, well, we that don't wouldn't make much sense, would it? Uh, no. We don't, but uh, I guess I do actually have a plug. Um, go see uh, Hail Satan with a question mark. It's hitting theatrical from Magnolia in March. Uh, Boom. Yeah. Uh, a new film by Penny Lane that I worked on. Yeah. Anyway. Love is amazing. Oh. But it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.